How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Well, I'm doing better than a lot of football players right now who are on either getting cut or are going to be cut by tomorrow. Right. We're, we're about a week away um, from, from the start of the season, just over a week away. And you know what that means. It's cut season. Uh, so it's kind of that annual episode where we break down some of these cuts that are going on. Uh, by the time this episode goes out on Tuesday morning, cuts will be due. That 53-man roster will be due uh, by 3 o'clock on Tuesday uh, afternoon. So, you know, some of these cuts are coming in as we record this Monday night. We'll talk about that. Also, you know, just news galore in the NFL. Brian Robinson, his whole fiasco with getting shot. Um, we'll talk about him after getting named the starting running back, you know, for the commanders, like we were talking about a couple weeks ago, you know, we kind of told everyone here, he was going to be named the starting running back and he gets named the starting running back. Um, and then gets, you know, hit with, 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 you know, literally hit with, you know, bullets and, and and goes down with, uh, with, with some gunshot wounds there. So we'll talk about that. Jimmy G is resigned with the 49ers and kind of a stunning move after there was reports that he was yeah. in fact going to be released, um, uh, you know, or traded by that yeah, you know, cut deadline. Sure. So we'll talk about that. LaVisca Chenault has been traded a new start for him in Carolina. Um, Geno Smith named the starter in, uh, in, in Seattle. I, that's kind of a, you know, a turn after Drew Locke was the guy that was traded for in the Russell Wilson trade. So a lot of, of NFL news as we get to almost a week to go until that regular season. So let's get into it. Let's run it. So let's get into our news today around the NFL. Uh, There also is trade news, you know, as as we go along um, through cut season because people that are going to be cut, you know, teams look first if they can get some trade, you know, assets and, and, and get something for those players in return rather than just releasing them for nothing. Uh, so let's start with some of those trades. A trade that already went down, uh, LaVisca Chenault traded to the Panthers. Kind of, you know, an underlining news, not something we're going to get deep into, like, it, you know, it matters that much. But this is a guy who was a second-round pick and had a really good rookie season with a really bad Jaguars team. Um, and then after that, kind of faded out of the offense. And, you know, with the signing of Christian Kirk this year, showed that they didn't have a, they don't really have a lot of confidence in him. So traded to the Panthers, you know, they already have – a really nice wide receiver room, you know, three guys deep uh, with Robbie Anderson, right. DJ Moore on the outsides. You know, they also have Terrence Marshall they have, but they get kind of a speedy slot guy in, in Chenault that maybe can come to something uh, with Baker Mayfield there. Yeah, but here's a problem. I mean, like you, you said it perfectly. He had a great rookie season. His second year, he had no touchdowns. He really yep. struggled. He couldn't stay really healthy, did. right? He's had shoulder, hamstring injuries all the way from college. I would have rather them. I would have rather seen Carolina go get Denzel Mims because mm. the Jets are trying to trade right. Denzel Mims. I think yeah. that would have been a bit better upside. I think this Lavisca Chenault deal means nothing. Yeah, I mean, I was going to go right that's into Denzel Mims uh, next because he's another one that's being shopped around uh, that could be cut as well tomorrow on the uh, uh, on the Jets side, and I, that's just incredibly. I, I think disappointing. Mims has upside. Well, we know. all. We all I did know. think that Mims had upside, and we, we we maybe still do, but he just never fit in, and he's only been in the league two years, and, and I mean, it's kind of a short sample size, but, I mean, it obviously shows that the, the, the pick was probably a bust if they're willing to release him now. I mean, that's just, you know, the yes. Jets were not sitting here saying that they have the, you know, a, a great wide receiver room, and he's being, you know, as a, as a cut candidate right now. 
No, but but he was really good in the last preseason game the Jets had. The guy's six three, two hundred and ten pounds. Like, yeah, he was awesome in Baylor. I, I think with the right team, this guy could still have a good career. He needs a new home. He needs a new start. Yeah, get him a get him to a good quarterback uh, and see what happens there. Some other get guys him to that the are in, Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, some other guys that are in trade yeah. news right now: Alexander Madison, uh, one of my favorite you know players. Um, in terms of you know we've been talking about now is that because the last he's weeks. It, now is that because he wants out and he wants to be a starter somewhere because I didn't see that or is that because think, the Vikings are looking to like cut salary I think that I, I think it's a couple of combined things I think you hit on them I think that you know Madison I think believes that you know if he he is great in his role he's been great in his role as that back of the Dalvin Cook and I think he knows that he has opportunity in Minnesota with Dalvin Cook's injury history. But I think he knows that, you know, he's getting up there in age, maybe to his, you know, upper uh, 20s. And I think he, I I think there's something behind the scenes where he wants to be a starting running back, where he thinks he could be a starting running back. Get me out of, you know, here. Get me to a team where I have more of a role. Um, And I also think that the Vikings could get something back for him if they believe Dalvin Cook, this could be his best year yet, and he could stay healthy. I definitely think that they think they can get, you know, a, a solid pick back for Madison and shed, you know, some salary there. Uh, and there's a lot of intrigue on Alexander Madison. We're talking about one of the best backup running backs in the entire league. You know, if a team wants to pick him up before the season starts, um, I think that's a great get if, you know, uh, if someone wants to go get uh, an upgrade at running back before the season starts. You got two wide receivers other than Mims that are also on that trade block. You got Darius Slayton of uh, the Giants, who two years ago <laughs> – uh, had a really strong outcoming, you know, season and, and looked like, you know, maybe the Giants have someone with, you know, with Darius Slayton. They ju- and then they signed, you know, Kenny Galladay. Is this Giants wide receiver staff for real? Uh, now we see that, you know, Kenny Galladay hasn't caught a touchdown, um, you know, since he's joined the Giants. Uh, Darius Slayton was awful last year and couldn't stay healthy. So, you know, that that has turned absolutely the worst possible scenario that Giants, you know, fans could, could even have hoped. And now Darius Slayton looks like he's on his way out, either whether it's via by trade or or cut tomorrow. Can't can't the Giants cut Galladay too? Like, you know the Galladay I mean, situation is so bad, and it's not even you know look at look at the first season and what he had, and 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 the the absolute abysmal stats and the zero touchdowns and the only you know four hundred yards you know, uh, throughout the 14 games he played and, and, and 30 catches. I mean, look at that, and that's abysmal. But you see him playing in the preseason games, and he's playing quite a bit of snaps. Kenny Galladay, who's one of the top-paid wide receivers in the league, uh, is playing preseason quality snaps, and he's just not even trying out there. He doesn't care out there. I mean, it, it is pretty— he, he hasn't cared in years. He really hasn't. You know, I mean, come on. This guy hasn't been good in years. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty embarrassing for what you know of what's come. This dude was on his way uh, to being one of the best, and he was paid like one of the best, and it's it's kind of sad on on what's happened here. The other wide receiver, Preston Williams, out of out of Miami, he's been in the news uh, for a while now. Um, he's been in the news for I mean years and trade rumors. You know he he was up there two years ago had had a kind of a breakout season. Um, then kind of went down with that injury last year. Didn't play last year, so he's been up and down. You know, is there a spot for him in in Miami? 
I, I don't think so. So maybe he sees his way on a, on a trade. You know, the Cowboys were a team that were interested a while back. Didn't make a move. We'll see if they decide to uh, maybe do that, you know, this time around. Yeah. They, I mean, Miami also cut Mohamed Sanu today. So obviously they're very pleased with, you know, the, role, yeah. the, the wide receiver room without those two. Right. When you're when you're top two are Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, it looks like uh they are they are fine with that. It looks but that's, you know, those those guys that are in the trade rumors right now. Um let's get to more news um as we get to guys that are staying on their teams. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? This is kind of a shocker. You know, there were reports earlier today, Monday, um, saying that Jimmy G was most likely to be released. You know, he was gonna be given the option uh to either if there was a trade to come up to choose his team to be traded to or be released. And join a you know a team of his choosing. Uh, this mm-hmm. you know this new deal uh, gets him re-signed for the year and 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 pays him as the highest paid backup in the league, um, which is a full you know turn of events. And now he will be the backup to Trey Lance to start the season. I mean, kind of a full so, three sixty there. Yeah, but all right, can we break this down for a second? Because this is like one of the most shocking things that I have seen in a long time, right? Yeah. So all these reports came out that he didn't even have a playbook, right? 89 guys are out there running around in the heat. Jimmy Garoppolo is inside, you know, it, not even working or, or, or sometimes on his way home. Right. Like he had no involvement with the team this summer. He's been throwing balls on the side. You know, he barely gets, you know, like dressed for, for practice. And now all of a sudden they make him the highest paid backup. Yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's just a, a weird scenario right now because – you know, may, maybe you look at it and say, you know, Jimmy G, Jimmy G you know, w- you know, wanted an, another opportunity and, and actually wants to be a starting quarterback. But then you look at, the, you know, what you just said and say, well, does he or does he just want to take the easy way out and be a, the highest paid player to back up Trey Lance? I mean, it's it's kind of or, or all over the place or 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 are they not happy with what they're seeing from Mr. Lance so far? That is something that's being you know brought up, and it's something that's going around on Twitter. I think my answer is no, because you know what I, what I've seen from Trey Lance on, on in the preseason has been good, and what you've heard from camp has been good. You know, there's nothing publicly that's come out that hasn't been good, and I you know nothing publicly really that would come out. I mean, that's not you know something that's going to come out of the okay, but you know, these, camp. The, uh, the guys throwing the guys throwing the guys throwing like thirty balls in his life. You know, yeah. I mean, come on, look, uh, AJ. Do, do you not think that San Francisco has a championship winning type of roster? Yeah, they they do. I, I believe they okay. do. Okay. So NFC. would you All right, so I I'm, I'm going to ask you as the GM, you're John Lynch, right? You go into the season Trey Lance is your starter, Nate Sudfield as your backup? Right. No, I lo- I Are like you out the out of move. your mind? I oh, like I love the, the move, move but... by 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 getting to keep him as the backup just in case because he's gotten you to the Super Bowl, you know, you know, two year or, or a couple years ago. You know, it's a good backup yeah. to have. But I was just saying it's kind of a full three sixty turn of events. On he was he was oh, on his way crazy. out earlier today, and now he's the highest paid backup. Totally. It's kind of just you know a weird scenario there. All so, right, last question about Jimmy G for you, buddy. All right, yep. will he be on the field this year? I, you know, look, if we're taking uh, – if you're asking me will he I, be I on the pause. field because because of a Trey Lance, you know, poor play, I'll say no. You know, I can't predict injury. I can't wow. predict, you know, the 49ers being sure. good to where they, you know, give him some rest. Yeah. I don't believe 
that Trey Lance will play as po- you know poorly to where he's benched for Jimmy Dre. I have high praise for for Lance this year. I think he's going to thrive. Okay, I completely and utterly are going to take the other side. You think he? You think he sees? The I field believe by, that by Jimmy G. Oh, way before week ten. Jimmy G will be back to being the starter of this team at some point this year within the first eight games. All right. I, you know, we'll, we'll see on the 49ers. I have, I, you know, I, it pains me because I never have been high on the 49ers. I just kind of changed my view on them this year. Um, and, and, but I think that they will, I think just their system is going to, you know, it's going to allow Lance to thrive um, and have a really good season. Uh, let's get to okay. some other guys that are named starters. Two starters named uh, one at quarterback and one on the offensive line. We'll start at the quarterback. Geno Smith named the starter uh, for the Seattle Seahawks for week one. And that comes after um, two of the worst interceptions I've ever <laughs> seen um, watching NFL football in my entire life. And I watched Nathan Peterman throw five in, in one half. I watched that live. Yeah. I mean, that... That was the that was one of the worst things ever. But Drew Locke in that preseason game versus the Cowboys was horrific. What was that? What was that on the field? I mean, talk about uh, Geno Smith didn't get the starting job. Drew Locke just simply lost it by being horrible. <laughs> you know what's crazy is when Geno Smith was on the Jets, and they basically they went to Sam Darnold and said, "Okay, we're done with the Geno experiment." I never thought we would hear Geno Smith's name again in my lifetime. Yep. And here we are years later. He's the starting quarterback of Seattle. I mean, I don't know what Seattle's doing, man. Yeah, and, and he had moments um, when Russell Wilson went down early last season. He had he had moments, uh, and then it kind of – the magic started – I believe he won a game or two, and then the magic started to fade away, and he looked kind of awful again. So – I mean, this team's already going to be bad. I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to talk yeah. about this and go, what does this do for, the, you know, the Seahawks? They're going to be bad either way. It no. doesn't really matter. 100%. But Drew Locke, Correct. I mean, Drew Locke, those two interceptions, the first one he threw was kind of off a, a wide receiver's hands, whatever. But the other two were thrown directly to Cowboys players with wide receivers not even in the vicinity of the area. And it was just yeah. absolutely poor. I mean, to, to have that game and, di- you know, directly after the last preseason, preseason game, you're, you know, the person you're fighting with all a training camp gets named the starting quarterback. That's got to make you feel just absolutely uh, terrible and just, you know, kill all the confidence that was even left in Drew Locke's body there. So, I mean, it's it's not looking <laughs> good for, for Drew Locke there. Uh, moving on yeah. to uh, the Cowboys here uh, in a shocking move because apparently – Apparently, we just don't know anything, you know. I mean, why do we speak on, on situations? We were on the podcast last week talking about the Tyron Smith situation, him going down with that injury to his knee. is going to be out most of the season. Who's going to be that starting left tackle? We said, bottom line, the Cowboys will not make a move for an outside, you know, free agent, a trade. Uh, and that is true. They have not done that. But we also said that there is no way that the rookie Tyler Smith, the new Smith, uh, is going to start at left tackle week one. I I guess we're wrong. I mean, I guess we are not um, in the in the Dallas Cowboys, you know, front office because that's exactly what happened today. Um, there was there was rumors of, of of you know trades trying to be made for backup left tackles, but those were you know the the Cowboys, you know, the, none of those went through. The Cowboys made it clear that they were looking for depth at tackle. Tyler Smith has been named the starting left tackle for opening night against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay mm-hmm. with it. I, I, 
would love to have had a veteran option to bring in that made sense. But based on what's on the roster, I would rather give the first round draft pick uh, a chance to get out there and learn on the job than put the fourth round guy, Josh Ball or Isaac right. Alarcon right. or I mean, you know, move I- people out of their spots. A hundred percent. When when you look at it like that, you know, if you're going to give the opportunity, you give it to him. That's that's a no brainer. It's just, is this the best decision to go out against the Bucks, who we're talking about has one of the best, you know, front sevens, even if it's not what it was when they won the Super Bowl. But you know, is it still a great front seven? Shaquille Barrett's going to be on that side. You know, they're they're going to have to double, yep. you know, all game with with one of the tight ends. It's just going to be an experience no to watch. I think Tyler Smith is, you know. Do I think he'll get destroyed? You know, out of, you know, out of the blue, like not gonna be able to hold his own. No, but I, I, I think he's gonna. You know, you're you're putting him in a tough situation where it, it's almost bound that he's gonna struggle a little bit. I mean, it's you know, this is well, not a cupcake what? game where he's gonna go against you know some some average you know DNs. This is the Bucks who are gonna have a stacked you know edge rush that are gonna you know give them everything they got, and it's a great first test. You're gonna see Dax- what you get out of your first rounder. Yeah. Dak's going to be sacked four times. Brady's going to be sacked eight times. Bet the over on the sacks in that game. Yeah, you know, give get you know who will have more, Shaquille Barrett or Parsons? Who will have more than than four? You know, that's that's what it's going to be because both offensive. That's that's the other thing. The Bucks offensive line. If you're going to play the Bucks, it might as well be the first oh, week because that God. offensive line is abysmal right it's now as well. Trash. So yes. this might be a you know t- take the under maybe on the on the game. You know the. I don't know what it's sitting at right now, but take the under on that game because it's going to be a lot of punts uh, to start that one. Uh, but those are, you know, that's that's some news with starters there. How about into some news, not really about camp. I guess it has to do with camp. Uh, the first part of the story, uh, Brian Robinson was named the starting running back for the Commanders. We actually put that out a couple weeks ago that that was going to be true. Um, we told him that, that you know, yep. he should be the pick um, in fantasy and stay away from Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Uh, and and that came to you know fruition. You know Brian Robinson was named the starter, and less than forty eight hours later, Brian Robinson is involved with in an armed robbery and was shot multiple times in the lower body. Um, was placed in the hospital, uh, was released I believe earlier today, um, and is in stable condition, which thank God. Um, but just an you know an, yeah. an, an crazy story, and you know how how something great could happen for him, and then you know has this tragic happen to him. Well, I mean, thank God he got shot in the butt and the leg, you know. I mean, right, yes. They're, they're talking about he may return this year, which would be incredible. But, right. uh, yeah, just a wacky story, man. Uh, I, mean, yeah, I mean, these kinds of things happen and you just you just shake your head. You're like, where, where the hell were you? Right. I mean, that that's that's kind of what it comes down to. I mean, we don't really know, you know, the exact story of it, but, you know, was a, a robbery that took place. And, you know, thankfully, like we said, got shot in the leg and then should make a full recovery. Yeah. Um, now I guess you go back to, to Antonio, Antonio Gibson. I guess you know the the competition may be out of the way for a little bit. Which him is, and you know, uh, and Patterson. You yeah, know, and, and, Patterson. and then you got McKissick as the third down running back. I mean, you know the Commanders are going to be terrible. I actually just took the Commanders under win total because for some reason it's sitting at eight and a half. What in the world are it's the odds makers it's looking at? I'll say this right now. If the Washington Commanders win nine games this year, I I don't even you know what what did I say the last time um, that I that I ended up running around that I run around naked. 
I'll run around yeah. naked and I'll scream, go, go Packers, go. I mean, I don't even know what, what I'll do if, if they win nine <laughs> games. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I'll think about something, but I, I don't think you have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just, you know, unreal to, to, to see there. Um, but, you know, and, and as we get closer to this NFL season, um, we're nine days away now, which is exciting, uh, waiting to get that. Thursday night game, Bills-Rams, uh, Thursday night on NBC, a great opening Can't game wait. there. Uh, Bills, are you surprised? Oh, favored by two? You know, we're not we're not getting to, to week no. one yet, but Bills favored by two on the road I'm, against the Super Bowl champs? I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I am like, not surprised at all. If, you know, we're not— I still not, think Stafford's injury is a bigger deal than people are making it out to be. I still think the Rams took a half step back, and I think the Bills are the best— team on paper in the league so no i think right now the bills uh have a lot to prove and they're going to come out and and play real well this is what i'll say we're not doing week one predictions right now but my early prediction Mm -hmm. for that game is i love the rams you know as an underdog team i think you know this is kind of that game where you know you have how many times have you seen you know a super bowl favorite or a contender come in and play that you know super bowl game where they raise the banner they come in like the Bills in this situation, and they're going to come in and they go, you know, they start 0-1 of the season. No one freaks out because you know that they'll still end up, you know, winning the division and make the playoffs. But I think this is the game where the Bills start 0-1 of the season and the Rams get off to that win. That's that's just what I'm looking at mm-hmm. um, early on there. Um, but as we look towards cuts um, and what's going on here, um, have you been watching Hard Knocks? Hard Knocks is excellent this, yep. this, uh, yep. th- this uh, you know, couple episodes that's come out. Hopefully get, you know, a couple more here. Um, you know, you, you've had Khalil Pimpleton, who was, you know, a favorite mm. on the show. Uh, he got released as well as Gerard Davis on the Lions today. Um, so that is just you know, tough to around Gerard Davis Alliance. Yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 he's been I feel like he's been on that team, you know, here and there and then gets cut and, and then, you know, gets signed again. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> if you see any other cuts um, that you want to, you know, mention here. Um, yeah, no, that, there's that's been, been going there's been on a, today. There's been a few. Yeah. So I'm going to go team by team just because there's one or two on each team that are either head scratching or I'm wondering, like, is this the end of their career? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to throw a few names at you and just give me your quick overview as to, like, where you think it goes from here. Okay. The Buffalo Bills released Tavon Austin. Yeah. And that's, is he I saw still that trying to Ta- play in this league? Tavon Austin, you know, whatever happens, if this is the end of his career is a legend. That dude was so electric to watch um, on the Rams, especially in his prime, as a punt returner, as a kick returner, as a gadget Damn guy. concussions, man. I mean, yeah, he got he got roughed up because he was so tiny, but that dude is a straight legend. Uh, I, I will forever, you know, remember Tavon Austin, but, you know, it's probably done. Yeah, and then the whole debacle with the punters, you know, they got rid of Matt Hawk earlier in the week because they signed Matt Ariaza, or Ariaza, and then they find. Then it comes out that Ariza is being charged with a gang rape back in college, and meanwhile yeah, I, they find we, out that Buffalo knew about this when they drafted him. Right. I was like, gonna. The whole you know, story is just insane. We were talking about talking about it. Um, not really something that I would you know am, am I think comfortable of talking. No, it's it's a little too extreme. No, I'm not talking about. I'm not yeah. talking about what he's accused of. No, no. I don't I'm understand just saying how the Buffalo whole story. drafted him knowing, and then they right. they release it's, him when the story comes out. It's ridiculous um, to even think about. I mean, he, you know, even if you believe that, you know, 
even if you're, you know, one of the people who believes that the girl made up the story or whatever, he still admitted to, you know, having relations with this girl um, as, you know, with her being underage, which is ridiculous to, to the fact that he admitted to that. It's just the story is, is ridiculous the and that stories. the Bills knew about it. Yes. Um, he will never play football uh, again, which is unbelievable the fact that he was the best punting prospect of all time. And he never, it will never play an NFL snap. Un, unreal. Um, and the, the Bills have awful. some explaining to do uh, there. Yes. All right. New England, <coughs> the release of Malkin Butler. It sucks. The uh, he's MVP, baby. Yeah, he got hurt earlier in, in camp. I think he's done for the year no matter what. Uh, he's going to be done. I think he retired uh, and then came out of retirement or, or something. He'll be in retirement. Um, you're, you're talking about... I, I don't know if you're talking about Hall of Famer. I think that's a stretch. But you're talking about a a legend, none of the fact, one of the best plays in Super Bowl history uh, to win a ring uh, with that goal yeah. line you know, interception um, on Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, the playoff stats are definitely there with all the Brady years. So there's an argument there um, for, for Hall of Fame type player just based on his achievements and, you know, as a corner. Uh, but just, you know, definitely a, a, a one of the best uh, of our generation. Or my generation, at least. Yep. Baltimore Ravens. Corey Clement. Corey Could Clement. Could we you know, sign him? I love that dude. Yeah, I know. We he was on the Cowboys, you know, last year. The Eagles, a couple years before last that. Year? Definitely been a, a gadget player. Uh, we'll, we'll. He's a journeyman. He'll probably end up on a, a practice squad. You know, sometime. Right. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. Puka Williams, my Puka favorite Williams. name coming out of college. Puka, Puka couldn't Williams, make the man. team. No, couldn't make the team. Uh, <laughs> probably won't. Uh, our boy Jacquez Patrick won't either. Um, so kind of disappointing there on the, the running backs for Cincinnati. But there, you know, they got their guy already. Yeah. Uh, if we go to Pittsburgh, right, I was uh, a little shocked that um, – no, no, sorry, not Pittsburgh. It was um, – uh, <coughs> Damn. You right there, killer? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right, You're coughing up a storm. It was uh, Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars, listen to some of the people they released today. Jake Luton, their quarterback, who I thought actually looked pretty good as a backup. Remember Raquel Armstead? Yeah. How good a third down back he was a couple years yep. ago? Yep. Ma- Marvin Hall and Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, that's that's a lot of wide receivers you know, on the depth chart there. Um, especially Marvin Hall. Marvin Hall was someone that, you know, was broke out in, in, in Detroit a little bit. Um, you know, Treadwell has been on and off, uh, you know, teams, the Vikings and stuff. Uh, it, not surprising stuff. Just guys that just never panned out were, you know, really good prospects. Yeah. Never panned out. And then, man, Denver. Denver just cut bait. First, I got rid of Jaquan Hardy, which is our old cowboy buddy. Then they got rid of Travis Fulgram. The old Eagles superstar for three games. Yep. Trey Quinn, my favorite player coming out of SMU ever. Rod Williams, wide receiver. And uh, and their punter, Sam Martin. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, you know, the, the Sam Martin thing is, is the most surprising out of all those. I mean, Fulgham, whatever, one-hit wonder type of player. But uh, when you look at, at Sam Martin... Sam Martin was a top five punter in the league last year. When you look at you know statistics in terms of punters, you know I can't believe we're spending this yep. much time on punters today. But uh, <laughs> Sam Martin 
was a top five punter and he gets released. I mean, sure, what do you want to say about cap concerns, but that's uh, just I guess. The, your your Las Vegas Raiders, Demarcus Robinson, another yep. former KC speedster that can't stay on a team. Yeah, that kind that of one, you know, interesting. Is, yeah, he he had you know he had a couple games where he would just pop in with with Mahomes, but I guess Mahomes you know made him. It, it, I guess. Yeah, on the the Cowboys uh, was really sad to see Ty Freifogel. Remember mm. the guy from Indiana, the wide receiver. Yep. He didn't make the team, and uh, also we uh, Jeremy Sprinkle didn't make the team. Mm. Got yeah, that's a tight end. That's a that's a sucky one. Jeremy Sprinkle, um, good blocking tight end, but I mean, yep. blocking tight end. Yeah, just like um, another former uh, Cowboy, Lance Lenoir, uh, wide receiver mm. on the Eagles. He got cut yep. uh, on the Washington Commanders. You, uh, what should I call it? Uh, oh no, he. I was thinking he was a different player. So um, Daz Newsom, I was kind of shocked to see Chicago Bears give up on Daz Newsom. Uh, yeah, high draft mid, pick, two mid years round ago, pick, never panned out. Yeah, it was yeah, uh, never panned a, out though. A guy that was really good at North Carolina, uh, yeah, didn't didn't pan out. And another, you know, another situation you look at what we talked about Denzel Mims. You know, the Jets do not have the best wide receiver room, and he's getting cut. Daz Newsom on the Bears, who have one of the worst receiving cores in the league, and he gets released. That should tell you something about. Uh, you know them as a player right now. Yeah. Um, Albert Wilson got cut from the Minnesota Vikings wide receiver. Used to play for Miami. I thought he's uh, good enough to, to start somewhere, but mm. certainly not there. And on the Falcons, the Falcons got rid of Geronimo Allison, who they just picked up this year from, you know, from Green Bay. Auden Tate uh, was another one they cut. So I mean, guys that are like that kind of third, fourth-tier wide receivers did not pan out well today. Yeah, I mean, that w- w- what's happening is you're seeing, you know, we, we, we've kind of talked about this earlier in the offseason, these guys that, you know, are, are getting all this money, you know, as these prices go up and, and these, these teams that are paying their wide receivers more money, uh, those guys that, that maybe are those higher draft picks, they still get paid a decent amount and, and have those, you know, uh, those rookie deals, you know, they're th- these teams. What they what they see in preseason is these undrafted free agents and these guys that are on minimum contracts. If they're playing, at, you know, equally to those guys, yeah. it, it's out with them, you know, and then it's in with the cheaper guys. So I mean, that's what you're seeing these these quality guys that are no different from these undrafted free agents that are coming out, yep. and they're out of their job. It's a hundred percent on New Orleans. Remember Kevin White, the Bears guy from West yep. Virginia that mm-hmm. we thought was going to be a superstar in pros he never panned out couldn't yep. even make it with his second team here uh cyril grayson got cut by tampa bay uh and then uh there was one other one that i thought was pretty interesting uh or that might have been it that's it yeah yeah i mean that's it's, pretty much it but cuts is the cuts I mean, just, like just it's just that was just that's yeah that's just the start of it. I mean, we'll see some pretty dramatic changes and cuts tomorrow before the deadline as you know teams get closer and closer to fifty three. The hard part is that you know, and I've always thought about this is like, hey, you know, you, you knock off half your team, you go from ninety to you know eighty to fifty three. You set you know ten or twelve players to the practice squad. 
where do all these other guys go? They just sit around and wait for people to get hurt and get and get a phone call to go join some camp? Because they're all not getting homes yeah. anywhere. Yeah, I mean, that. yes. I mean, that's the answer. I mean, that's the, the tough grind of, of waiting for injuries and waiting for practice but squads. It, it's to... just, it's just, yeah, it, it's just crazy to me to think like when some of these guys that are pretty decent, you know, can't get a home, you know, can't make it on their teams. And now they're turning around trying to find a spot and there's really no spots out there. Right. I mean, for the most part, the teams are set. You know, you're keeping your guys. So yep. it, it's a little crazy. I, I always find this time you're just wacky. Yeah. Hey, getting 